Hello, welcome to another episode of the End Time Blog podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Today I am talking about, it's a follow-up really, um, that Amy Bird should be in your rearview mirror by now. I wrote two weeks ago that Amy Bird seems to be apostatizing. And I'll put a link to that essay um, in the in the notes. Well, there's some more bad news about her drift. In her newest essay, published October 10th, a few days ago, Amy Laud's Catholic mystic, Teresa of Avila. Now, according to the Roman Catholic Church, Teresa was a bridal mystic. This is a woman who so intensely desires God that she has bodily ecstatic experiences that she later writes about using the language of erotic passion. I'm going to read a short excerpt from a description of a very famous sculpture that is describing one of uh, or picturing one of Teresa's so-called ecstasies. It's a sculpture by Giovanni Lorenzo Bernini uh, from Renaissance time in Italy. And he did the sculpture of Teresa in her rapturous ecstasy in 1645 or so. The description of this sculpture reads, St. Teresa's love of God and her desire for spiritual union with him found expression in a vision in which an angel pierced her heart with a golden spear and sent her into a trance. The erotic intensity of her vision is vividly suggested in this image by Teresa's swooning expression, languid pose, and the deep folds of her drapery which convey her agitation. And description of that sculpture of famous sculpture of Teresa of Avila from one of her writings. If that kind of language makes you uncomfortable, as it should, then by all means refrain from reading any of Teresa of Avila's actual writing, because her descriptions of her mystical and ecstatic unions with her groom get more obvious. Now, Teresa was a female ascetic, and she was a female version of a monk and a mystic bride. This means not only does she swoon with erotic passion for her god, but she also has constant visions and visitations from this supposed god. Now, the fact that Amy Bird is reading one of Teresa of Avila's books and is entranced with the notion of this heretic's outlook on religion is just more proof that this once solid Bible teacher is in fact apostatizing. In her essay, Amy promoted Teresa of Avila and saying she is really enjoying reading Teresa's book. And then Amy talks about our soul's deepest longing. No, We need to avoid Amy Bird. As to the issue of bridal mysticism and Teresa of Avila, 
Here are some resources. Tim Challies wrote a series on the false teachers, and he included Teresa of Avila as one of the more famous false teachers of history. And you, I'll include a link to his essay in the notes. And let us not believe that the influence of these long ago female mystics has waned. It hasn't. Challies noted in his essay, quote, we can also spot Teresa's direct or indirect influence in the works of best-selling authors like Sarah Young of Jesus Calling and Anne Voskamp of 1,000 Gifts. End quote from Challies. I wrote about what bridal mysticism was um, in a store in an article called "What Is Bridal Mysticism." I'll include that link as well. And I also did a four-part series on some of these mystics, not Teresa specifically, but I did write about the old Renaissance mystics Julian of Norwich, Catherine of Siena, Hildegard of Bingen, and Bridget of Sweden. And it should be noted that all four of those mystics seem to have these rapturous type bodily experiences and relate it to a true religion. Now, as for Amy, I read in her writings a longing, one that she herself claims to possess. Now, that she longs for the one true God is obvious, and also obvious is that she does not have him. If you feel led, please pray for Amy, that her soul's deepest longing will be satisfied by having been given the gift of repentance, and that her soul will be saved, and that, of course, Jesus would get the glory. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.